hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Can I Be Real podcast. It is me, Rachel, once again in video form. <laughs> I am excited to do this episode. Today is a movie review for the movie A Quiet Place 2. But you know we got to jump into a prayer because everything got to be blessed first. So Heavenly Father God, thank you Lord for the opportunity to just talk about the things that I love in a judgment-free place because if they judge me then I can't see their reaction when it's a video or it's a podcast. But just thank you for the opportunity Lord and to share your word as well. I pray these things in your son Jesus name. Amen. Prayer got kind of distracted. Anyway, point is A Quiet Place too. It was really, really good. I saw it mm, last weekend. Um, it was really good. Uh, I saw the first one a couple of weeks before then, and that one I, w- I was surprised because I hadn't seen it when it first came out in 2018. Because I was like, mm-hmm. I don't know, I didn't know, I didn't think I was gonna like it. And so I wa- when I watched it though, I was like, this was actually really interesting. I had to fight back sleep though, so don't like it wasn't a movie you would want to watch like late at night if you were tired because you would fall asleep because it's so quiet. But now when I was trying to pay attention, I was able to. I was able to watch it and see and it was really entertaining. It was really interesting to watch. And then so the second one was really good as well. So, you know, we got to read the summary, which is down here on my in my laptop. But then I also wrote some other stuff because the summary that I found was lacking in a lot of details. So it just says following the events at home, the Abbott family now faces the terror of the outside world. Forced to venture into the unknown, they realize the creatures that hunt by sound are not the only threats lurking beyond the sand path. So, essentially, there we go. A lot of things went down in the movie, and like you know, I got my notes, so we're gonna read these notes real quick. So it says that so the movie opens up with a flashback, and it's a flashback to the to day one when the when creatures first came to the earth. And it introduces the character by the name of Emmett, who you'll see later on in the movie. And then, so yeah, it kind of shows you like what they were doing that day. They were going to a basketball game. Life was normal. Everything was going according to plan. Not a basketball game, a baseball game. They're going to Marcus's baseball game. And Emmett was there in the stands. I think his son was playing as well. And so it was just a, it was just a casual every day, you know. Nothing crazy was going on. But then they saw something you know, going across the sky, you know, like, what is that? And then they were all, just stuff popped off, popped off real quick. And so everybody started running in chaos and the creatures were killing people left and right. And then it flashes back to present day and present day, like right, present day is like, I think it's like day 492 or 72, like over 400 days later, over a year after, over a year later, you have, um, the, the Abbott family again. However, Lee, the father, he was he died protecting Reagan and Marcus. The mom, Evelyn, had just given birth to a baby boy, and Reagan, Evelyn, and Marcus had just discovered that the feedback from Reagan's cochlear implant disoriented the creatures enough, like it almost like it disoriented them and kind of paralyzed them a little bit. Well, it paralyzed them. They still moved, but it was so disorienting and distracting to them that they weren't trying to kill you, and they couldn't hear you, and so it was distracting and disorienting enough for you to be able to kill the creature. So instead of trying to like shoot them really quick, it would disorient them and they would kind of freeze up a little bit and you could just pop them right there. So it just made it easier to kill them and to get away. So they, you know, they wouldn't, they wouldn't get you because they don't want to be around that, that feedback. And so then they travel a little ways away from their home, the, from the farm. And they run into the old friend Emmett, who they saw day one at the, the, uh, the baseball game. 
and you learn that Emmett's two sons were killed on day one and that his wife had died 11 weeks prior to them showing up due to like illness and stuff. And that's all I want. That's all the spoilers that I want to get. Well, no, I'm not going to say that. That's all the, that's just kind of how the movie kind of started off the first 30 minutes rundown-ish to kind of set your mind right on how the movie's going. So, but there's two big scenes, two, not two big scenes, two things that I wanted to point out in this review. First of all, like I said, bravo, bravo. IMDb gave it a 7.8 out of 10. I thought like that was well-deserved. I probably would give it about the same. It was really good. I, I should look up what IMDb gave the first one, but I don't want to, <laughs> so I'm not going to. But it got a 7.8 out of 10, which is really, really good, and I would definitely give it around that a 7.8, 7.9 out of 10 because it was a phenomenal movie. But the reasons that make it phenomenal, the biggest reason was the acting. Obviously, the act, if you saw the first one, it's those same actors in the second one. And they were phenomenal in the first one, especially the children. The child stars who played Reagan and Marcus were so convincing. These kids got to be no older than 15, 16. Reagan might be 15. Marcus might be 15 or 12 or 13. I don't know. But he was so good. <laughs> His acting was so good. Both of them. Like, they, you just felt the suspense. And obviously, you know, in a horror movie, in a thriller... You had kids doing stupid stuff. And you're just like, ah, what is this child doing? Like, why are you doing this? Stop making noise. But it was okay. They did a good job because they did what they were supposed to do. They, like, you couldn't get mad because you're like, they're just acting. It's what, they're, it's what the characters are supposed to do. The children are supposed to get in trouble. The parents have to come save them, blah, blah, blah. But point is, the, the, the stars who played Reagan and Marcus, I think their name, Reagan's character, I think her real name is uh, Millicent Simmons. And... Or Simmons, Simmons, I don't know. And uh, Marx's name is Joseph Jupe or something. I don't know. I should have looked it up. I looked it up, but I forgot. But just know, the people who did it, the actors, hands down, best child acting I've seen all 2021 thus far. Best child acting I've seen all 2021. And in some, and in some movies, better acting than grown people. So, yeah, <laughs> take notes. Take notes from the children. But they just did a phenomenal job. The acting was top notch. It really, like I saw, I saw, I briefly read an article when I was looking for a summary, and they were talking about how Reagan's character carried the movie, and she most definitely did. The movie was not about the the main. It wasn't about the adults, if you will. It was about Reagan, really. This movie was about Reagan trying to find her way in the world, trying to make peace with her father's death, and trying to just be a you know save the world that was the movie was about reagan everybody else was supporting characters um but and you know everybody had their little scenes but reagan's character marx's character hands down the best acting out of the whole movie for me a close second or rather a close third would be emmett emmett's character playing the you know what's the one not not, not disassociated uh he was like removed like he's, he'd been so hurt and uh, so much pain and loss that he was kind of like emotionally detached detached emotionally detached he played that very well um and yet he still had like a fatherly vibe when it came to the children came to reagan but they kind of had to like pull that out of him because after his kids died and his wife had died you could tell he was just like what is life why live men are evil the creatures are evil and i'm like bro what i'm like well then what you what you doing <laughs> like that's a depressing way to live your life but yeah that was the first one the acting and like i said everybody but especially reagan and marcus their characters the actors who played them did 
phenomenal. The best out of the whole movie. The second thing that I thought was worth mentioning that I thought was interesting was how they had an island full of people that had been there. Not Maybe not since day one, but they got there soon after the creatures came. And like when Emmett showed up on the Emmett and Reagan showed up on the island, they were the people like they were just happy go lucky, singing, came around a campfire. They all had little houses, you know. It was just like a day at the park. It seemed like, and they were they seemed so removed from all the craziness and all the turmoil that was happening back on the mainland, which they should be like they don't have to experience it. And you know, they're like, I ain't going back over there. I got everything I need right here. There's peace, no monsters. We're, good we're everything things that kill us are just gonna be like regular things like you know tripping and falling off a cliff or something like that like they're like i don't have to worry about dying from the monster so they but they were kind of like you could tell they were not prepared when things started to pop off on their little island they were so unprepared to handle that and that was kind of that was kind of sad to watch it was kind of sad to watch how unprepared they were when the monsters came and how they just got wiped up like it was like, oh, bruh, if only y'all had a gun, a gun or two, some shelters other than a closet. <laughs> so it was like, ah, oh, bruh, that was sad. But it was nice to see how they didn't have to worry for that, that, length, that length of time. They didn't have to worry. They were at peace, if you will. So that's pretty much it for the movie review portion. It was kind of lacking because the main part that I really want to focus on for this episode was the lesson part. That was like my, that was what I kind of drew to about this movie. But once it, but before we leave the movie review, actually we're not going to leave it because they're intertwined. You know how I do. The movie review and the lessons be intertwined. They're intertwined. So you'll, you'll still hear a little bit more detail about the movie. But so I was going to get my notes. So I could talk about how the movie, like a lesson that I kind of took from the movie could be how not everyone is your friend. And that's in reference to the scene when Reagan and Emmett come upon a group of scavengers who were trying to, they, they low-key look like they were trying to, k- to kidnap Reagan, but they were going to kill Emmett, leave Emmett to die and be sacrificed to the creatures. And they were going to take Reagan and take all their stuff. And so that you could be a little scene where you don't, you know, you can't trust everybody. Not everybody is your friend. <laughs> not every little girl. Like, cause they, how they got them was how it is in a lot of movies. You know, they have a little, they have a child, a helpless child. And you have the, the, one of the characters who's fatherly. I'm like, oh, little girl, little boy, are you okay? Played, played Emmett like a fiddle. <laughs> and so he ran over there to help her. And then she like got all creepy on him and wrapped this chain around his neck that had all these cans or jingling anyway it made a lot of noise to attract the creature to him so i was like dang so yeah when the scavengers came that red flag number one could have been not everybody is your friend not everybody wants to be your friend so mm, you know that's that's a lesson but that's not what we're going to talk about or another lesson that i could have mentioned is i'm not while I'm mentioning them but i could have flushed out is don't you don't know what baggage or negativity someone may bring into your life, either, either either knowingly or unconsciously. And that's in reference to how when Reagan and Emmett made it to the island, like when they were fighting off the scavengers and trying to fight off the monsters at the same time, one of the creatures got on a boat. So the, creature, the creatures can't swim, obviously. And so the creatures can't swim. And so one of the creatures got on the accidentally got on the boat and then the boat kind of drifted away from the dock. And so they were 
like kind of just floating away. And then when Emmett and Reagan get to the island, Ray, or Emmett's just kind of wandering around the island and he sees the boat that had the creature on it. He's like, oh, shoot. That creature is on the island. And so right after he's running, he runs back to the people to be like, the, you know, be quiet. The creatures are here. And then next thing you know, the creature's killing people, wiping people up. It was just terrible. And I, I felt like, you know what? Like, that's low-key y'all's fault. That's low-key y'all's fault. Y'all brought them there. But technically it's the scavenger's fault because they started it. But it's low-key their fault because anyway. So yeah, you don't know what people will, what kind of baggage or negativity someone may bring into your life unaware you just don't know so you got to be careful you got to be on your guard you got to be using your discerning abilities to just discern what you because you don't know what kind of baggage somebody has you don't know what kind of negativity negative energy they're going to bring into your life and you got to be on guard against that like because peace of mind above all else peace of mind above all else if it makes you lose your peace of mind it gotta go that's on that's on mary had a little lamb <laughs> that's on jesus well okay so, but that's not even what I want to talk about. The thing that I really wanted to focus about for the lesson portion of this episode is hope. Hope, hope, hope in a better tomorrow. And the movie kind of did a good job of juxtaposing, I think it's where they compare, you kind of compared and contrasted Reagan's character to Emmett's character. Reagan, you know, even though she'd seen her dad die and her baby, her little brother die, and friends and all the crazy stuff that had happened in the past over the past year and some change she still had hope for a solution she still had hope for a better tomorrow she still had hope that she could help save people whereas Emmett before you know the Abbott family came along he was hopeless his wife and kids were gone he'd seen so much death and destruction he'd ran he ran into some scavenger groups before and he saw the evilness of man and it was just he was very hopeless. So you had Reagan who was hopeful for a better tomorrow. And then you had Emmett who was hopeless and was just going through life, just going through the motions, just trying to stay alive, just trying to survive. And so that 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 comparison, if you will, was really, really kind of stood out to me when I was thinking about what is the lesson that I really want to bring to anybody who listens to this episode? What is the, what is the lesson that I really want to bring out to the forefront? And it was hope. And if you were to go through your Bible, search your search in your Bible, hope, there are a million different verses. Well, not a million, obviously. But there's a whole bunch of verses that talk about hope, having hope in God, trusting in God. All that. There's so many verses that talk about hope in the Bible. But the verse that I really, really wanted to highlight is Psalms 30, verses 4 and 5. And you know I got my Bible, <laughs> you know. So we're going to read, and this is out of the NLT. We have Psalms chapter 30, verses 4 and 5. It says, Sing to the Lord, all you godly ones. Praise his holy name. For his anger lasts only a moment, but his favor lasts a lifetime. And this part right here, the, the second half of verse 5. Weeping may last through the night, but joy comes with the morning. Oh, I love that. Weeping may last through the night, but joy comes in the morning. That's the kind of hope that Reagan had, I feel like. Her character had joy that was like, to may may today today may look bad excuse me today may look bad yesterday may have been worse but there's hope tomorrow tomorrow's a new day there's hope tomorrow and i think that i think what kind of came from so the situation that really kind of brought this up which really kind of gave me the idea for like hope for this movie for the a quiet place 2 was 
um, this past Sunday, I was driving home and I came across this like little rain cloud. Like, you know, when you're like driving and it's like raining in one particular spot and then like you drive a little bit more away and then the rain's gone. It was like that. So I was driving and it was all sunny. And the next thing I know, it gets rainy. But in the background, like I could see that it was still sunny. And so I was just driving through this little rain cloud and I would, all the while I was thinking, I was like, God, what are you trying to tell me about this? Like, what are you trying to show me? I'm like, because I didn't, I'm like, is it going to be some cliche? You know, not to call God cliche, forgive me, Lord. But I was like, was it going to be something that kind of like, you know, something you hear often, you know, there's hope or some, you know, I, I didn't really know what I was, what God was trying to show me. But I, I was like, God, what are you trying to show me with me driving through this rain cloud? I can see the sun behind me or in front of me, but I'm currently under, under a rain cloud. I'm like, what are you trying to show me? God, tell me what you're trying to say. And over the course of events from Sunday until maybe like Wednesday or Thursday, it finally dawned on me. I'm like, oh, Weeping may last through the night, but joy comes with the morning. That's the vert. That's the part that really that I felt like that was the whole point of driving under that rain cloud with seeing the sun in the background and, and then eventually getting out of the rain out from underneath the rain cloud to where it was sunny again. I felt like it was it was kind of directing me back to this passage. Psalms 30 verses four and five, which I'll read again. It says, sing to the Lord, all you godly ones, praise his holy name. For his anger lasts only a moment, but his favor lasts a lifetime. And just to say real quick, just because you're going through a storm or you're under a rain cloud or bad stuff is happening in your life, that's not necessarily because God's angry at you. It's just the way life is. The, the highlight of this verse is really the second half of verse 5, which is weeping may last through the night, but joy comes with the morning. That's the hope. You know, it's not the, the whole point of the verse is for this the purpose of this episode is not to focus on this is a punishment god's angry at me i'm like no that's not necessarily the case granted there are some times when the lord gets angry at us and we are just reaping the consequences of our own actions but god is so gracious and merciful that he will protect you from those consequences of the things that you brought on yourself i live i I know that firsthand you know like god will protect you god is so merciful that he will protect you from your own decisions from the from the consequences of your own decisions that you went into willingly you know so like that's how good god is so that's how i know that the hope in this in psalms 30 verses 4 and 5 especially the second half of verse 5 weeping may endure for the night or last through weeping may last through the night but joy comes with the morning. And that is really all I had for this movie review. Once again, the movie was A Quiet Place 2. It was a really good movie. Go watch it if you haven't. It wasn't too scary unless you just don't do creature movies, scary movies, period. Then you may not like it. But if you're, if you know, if you enjoy a good thriller, a good scary movie every once in a while, then it was really enjoyable. And it wasn't, it wasn't scary. It was kind of like watching Aliens, you know? Like if you've seen Aliens and you know Aliens isn't scary, it's kind of like, shocking you know it's a thriller a suspense if you will so it was really good go watch the movie if you haven't and like I said the point the whole thing to remember and take away from this episode is that there's always hope in a better tomorrow there's always hope and God will always give you that hope your hope is in God our hope is in God as Christians and we can trust that weeping we know that we know that weeping may last through the night but we also know that joy comes with the morning so that is all i have i'm gonna pray us out and we're gonna be done so heavenly father god thank you lord for your word thank you lord for 
just reminding us that we have joy every morning. Joy, Our joy is renewed every morning in you, in your son, Jesus Christ, in your grace, and in your mercy, which you've given us. I pray all these things in your son, Jesus' name. Amen. So that's all I got. Until we meet again, I bid you adieu. This is a benediction. <laughs> but until we meet again, bye. Bye. <laughs>